You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Hammer and Anvil. Uh, you're joining Dean and Steve. Hello, boys. Hello, mate. You're Hello. Right? Uh, nice one. Um, so what we're going to do this week, we're going to be rounding up the past six episodes of Hammer and Anvil, uh, and we're going to call it a wrap for season one. Um, we'll go into a bit of detail a little bit later with you guys, um, so bear with us, and all will become uh, truthful, I guess. So, uh, Dean, what have you been doing this week? I have finished my shed. Hey. Awesome. Finished my hobby space. I broke the paint out the other night, um, and I sort of got a couple of quotes on some sorest nights, um, hobby-wise. But yeah, all I've got to do is turn the electricity back on, and then I have a fully dedicated, dry, you know, my own hobby space, and I, which I am super, super excited about. I really am. So that is that is amazing. So you think we'll be starting to see some miniatures come out of the shed soon? Um, I'm. Aiming to get the electricity turned on by midweek, hopefully. Uh, I've built myself a, a workbench and so on and so forth. Um, once that's in, then, yeah, I, I would guess that a good a good bet would be that this weekend, this following weekend, um, you, you'll see some minis. That is brilliant. And if you want to see some of those minis, check out Big Shit on Instagram and we'll have some of those up for you. Uh, Steve, what's yours been doing? Well, this week, mate, I've really just been concentrating on some Marauders, which I got finished this morning. Hey. Yeah, man. Other than that, it's just work's been taking up a lot of the time this week. I've been on late shift, so I've not really had much time to do anything, really. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. But at least you're still getting some, getting yeah, some done there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, my hobby... Slim to none, to be honest, this week, if I'm really honest with you, lads. Um, the only real thing that I've done, what have I done? I acquired a Bloodthirster for my corn AOS army. Uh, which yeah. got beaten to death, by the way, everyone. It did. It got <laughs> it battered. Did. It did get battered. Uh, but still, you know, he took it. He did what he was supposed to do. He took out a load of units. Definitely. Uh, but then died, which, I, from what I'm gathering, Bloodthirsters, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and I was three blood tithe points off bringing another one back. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as the saying goes, he cares not from where it flows, only that it does. Well, yeah. that's it. I mean, you know, I'd have won, even if I'd have lost. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice one. Um, right, so I'm going to hand over to Dean, because, um, yeah, I've been pretty lax with news this week, lads. Uh, I know pre-orders went up for Indomitus yesterday. Um, and from what I gather and from what I heard, it was an absolute storm. <laughs> it was carnage. It was, um, so yeah, I'll just sort of take that for a second. Obviously, you know, as we all know, the, the, the big news this week was in Dominus. Um, the price, I think it was very sneaky, I must admit, of Games Workshop not releasing the price uh, until the actual box went on sale. I thought that was very, very naughty. Um, yeah. But I think someone clocked it as about eight minutes. Um, I've seen lots for four. I've seen lots for 12. It was sold out quite literally in about eight minutes. Um, I think with the sisters battle, I think that was... I think everybody knew this was going to happen. Yeah, of course they did. Um, One of the things which 
has really, really surprised me. It surprised a lot of the community, actually, is that Games Workshop haven't yet made any statements um, with regards to the... Now, forget that it went in, in sort of six minutes. Forget that people have bought three in the scalping. You know, I know there's been lots of talk about that. The fact that Games Workshop haven't yet made any sort of statement whatsoever um, about the pre-order of Indominus has been really, really surprising. Um, and I don't know if it's because, you know, they're, they're counting their pennies, because let's face it, they, they, they made a few quid. They've um, all got an holiday, they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've absolutely just all got private guests or something. Um, I don't think there's also been a number on the amount of boxes which were sold. Um, but there are still independent retailers. So, guys, if, if you're listening... Um, and you still have to win. have a search. There are independent retailers which do have boxes available. Um, and on that note, I'd like to, if I could, shout out to Triple Helix Games, um, where I got my my box from. Absolutely first class customer service. Um, absolutely first class communication with them. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Really, really great. Triple Helix Games. Check them out. Um, yeah. Did either of you two guys manage to get an Indominus box, or were you not bothered about them? I wasn't bothered on this one. Um, great models, great kit, but I think, as I've said in previous episodes, it, I, it genuinely was nothing in it for me other than a rule book, which I'll yeah. go and get next week. All right. And I know you're sort of leaning heavily towards the narrative campaign, uh, campaign as well, the Crusader. Are you going to be getting one of the, um, the, the manuals for that, Lofty, the logbook? A reserve judgment. I want to see one properly, and I'll have a look and, and see uh, what what it actually offers that yeah. I can't just do and get. And it sounds pretty pretty shady, but what I can't get off the internet and do yeah. it myself. Uh, and what the I'm looking forward to seeing what the app does. Yeah, if I could track yeah. my crusade in that, because a lot more paper. Again, it, it, I'm trying to get rid of as many books as possible. Yeah, uh, with this edition, uh, so I will see. Um, what about yourself, Steve? I know you you spoke last week. Um, about wanting a book, were you able to manage to, to grab anything from it? Yes, um, I've got half a box thanks to my, our dear friend Ryan Finch. Oh, fantastic! Good old Ryan. Yes, yeah, yeah. So me and him have worked up a deal, and I'll be getting a rule book and the Space Marine half. Oh, brilliant! Have you got any plans for them, or are they just going into your Dark Angels? They're going to go straight into my Dark Angels. The Outriders are going to be made to be Ravenwing, and the Blade Guard are going to be made to be Deathwing. Oh, fantastic! So at least you've got a plan, uh, plan in yeah. place. And you know, um, Caliban Hellfire. If anyone's yeah. listening on Instagram, go and check him out. He's got some really, really great models. Um, you mentioned Thank there you. the app, Lofty. I think it's yeah. very interesting. Not really surprising from my point of view. Um, that the app hasn't gone live yet, even though it was very clearly stated that it would go live at the same time as Indomitus went up for pre-order. What do you what do you make of that? Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're right with the no surprise. Um, things like this, and with the amount Games Workshop have been pushing lately, uh, in the past couple of months, especially since the announcement of Ninth, so much stuff, and even a company like that, you try and fit so much stuff into one day, yeah, something's gonna give. Yeah, and I mean, with, with the uh, the world and the situation it is at the minute, it's it's obviously not helped. Do you not think? Well, yeah, I think with the 
the absolute rat race there was to get in Dominic Urson, things uh, selling out in eight minutes and stuff. Can you imagine if they'd have put the app up yesterday? Yeah. That it'd have been crashed within the first hour of people trying to get on it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, you know, it would have knocked the Play Store down. It would have knocked, you know, iTunes down. It, it, it would have just gone mad. Um, well, that's it. And then it's it's bad, sort of. Then it gets bad reviews without yeah, even course. getting a chance. Uh, it's it's probably not meant to be used by 100,000 people all in one go. <laughs> first thing, nine o'clock on a Saturday morning yeah. or Sunday morning. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Um, what do you make of the subscription service to it, Steve? What do, what do you think about that? Do you, are you a fan of it? Are you not? Um, pers- personally, for me, I would go subscription service. Okay. Because I can pay for it and just, leave, just let, let it take over. And um, what's it? Three, $3.99 or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, $3.99, four quid a month, something like that. It, it, it's pennies, isn't it, really? It is. Um there's been a lot of back and forth in um personally i think it's a good idea i do but one of the things which struck me and and it's it comes back to a statement you made a second ago lofting was about minimizing the amount of books that you've uh, you've got you have to buy a codex in order to get a code out of it in order to activate it on the app yeah and that sort of seems like a bit of a a bit of a misdirection for me because you have to spend 20 quid on a codex plus you're getting, you know, you're paying 20 odd um, quid a year or whatever it is, 40 quid a year for, for the app. So essentially they're selling the codex twice. Yes. It, it, it um, seems a little bit sneaky to me. I think it's sneaky, but again, I'm not surprised by anything Game mm-hmm. Workshop do at this point because um, they, they always. Uh, I've, I've seen bits on the community and stuff and the subscription service and people up in arms in it. Now, I think it's a good idea if yeah. they keep up with it, it's yeah. well supported. And if I buy my codex and then two weeks later an FAQ comes out or something changes, if I'm going to pay for that book t- essentially twice, I want it updated with yeah. the FAQs without the little random pieces of paper. Because I think that's why a lot of people use Battlescribe because it's updated regular. It's yeah. It's a continual survey. If if points change usually within a week, your points are thing. And I know it's not perfect, but I think if I'm paying three ninety nine for something, I am happy paying uh, for two books. Yeah. You know, an e version that's on my app, in my pocket, wherever I am, wherever I want to throw down dice and game. Yeah, of course. And I can have the book at home for reference and stuff. But yeah. we all know that codexes go out of date so quickly nowadays with the efficacy yeah 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 um and it opens up the okay you have to buy it but someone can buy an ebook of it uh and i'm assuming they'd still get the code i would have thought so i certainly would have thought i think a codex is a codex um you'd get the code no matter what do you know what i mean i I say i'd like to think so i'm fairly certain it will happen but (laughs) it remains to be seen um but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, one of the things which really sort of struck me is um, last year I bought the new chapter approved, of course. I, I bought uh, the Raven Guards supplement. I bought, you know, lots and lots of different things. And they just change. They, you know, you're absolutely right. They change so quickly because things become too overpowered or people sort of run 
and I say run them too much and, and take the piss out of things. Um, and James Workshop haven't got a choice but to change them and FAQ in a rather of them. So I think you're absolutely right. For a massively balanced game like we're playing and we want, um, it, it's a necessity of the game yeah. uh, for them to go out of fashion. But yeah, you are essentially paying 20 quid that in maybe six months' time will be good for looking at pictures. Yeah, exactly. And a bit of law. Exactly. Uh, I'll still do it. Yeah. Um, something else I want to touch on. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know anything about this. You, you'll know about the, the new Black Library books, of course, Dawn of Fire. Have you seen any of the short stories, um, the names of them which have been released today? No, no. I haven't. Oh, okay. Um, so sort of a, a little bit of history. My first sort of venture into the Black Library, as many people um, may have been, was with a set of books called the Urius Ven- the Uriel Ventress Chronicles. Sorry, and it's about the Ultramarines, which you know we all know are the poster boys for Games Workshop. Um, and today, on the US version of Games Workshop's website, there was a, a headline which absolutely struck me with horror, and it says the death of Uriel Ventress. And I am absolutely just beside myself. I can't deal with it. I, I just, I can't. As the kids say today, I can't even. Um, I really can't. Um, I'd like to think it's just crossing the Rubicon, which hopefully means we'll get another character. Admittedly, uh, an Ultramarines one, but it's not really surprising. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to mention it because it absolutely blew my mind today when I saw it. Um, it really, really Stick him in a dreadnought. Book the trend. Yeah. Book the yeah. trend. Don't, don't Rubicon. So if you're listening to this, Mr. Ultramarine, jump in a dreadnought. Jump in a dreadnought. Jump in a dreadnought. Um, anything else that you want to talk about news-wise, guys? The only new thing that I've done today is I picked up the General's Handbook yesterday. I knew this was coming. And that's <laughs> And you that makes two of us. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my feet's been twitching. <laughs> what do you make of it? I know you guys sort of had a a, a game of Sigmund today, the Garage Hammer. Um, yeah. Socially distanced, of course. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it with regards to the new General's Handbook, or was it the old way of playing? Or... We, uh, Steve, you crack on with this one. Um. So we we used a battle plan out of the general's hat. Where have I put it? There it is. Right, so what was it? We used the can't remember what page it was on now. Uh, what was it called again we played, Lofty? We played Focal Points. That was it. Where is it? Which there it is. is a, it's a redo of an old uh, mission, uh, I believe. It's, it's pretty much just to hold the objectives, isn't it? Yeah, it's holding objectives. Um, so basically, yeah, we took from the General's Handbook, we played through that uh, today. There's not many changes. There's a few, like, your points changes and stuff that have affected mm-hmm. a few armies. A few armies I genuinely don't think have been affected as they should be. Um, oh, I think there's still some massively powerful armies out there that Games Workshop just went, no, they'll still be good for about six months. Okay. Um, when, when clearly, they're already broken. Um, Any in particular that you want to sort of give an honourable mention to? Ocear Bone Reapers. I knew that was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I've just started delving in and collecting. I've got my first box of Mortec Guard sitting there waiting, but this is going to be a strictly army that I want to take to tournaments. Okay. Uh, So I am going to build it nasty. So I'm quite happy that they haven't changed. 
but there's yeah. a list and people out there listening, if you know your AOS and you know your Bone Reapers, Petrifex Elite, they are disgusting. Nasty. Nasty. Uh, so you can give them a three-up save, re-rollable, and you can get them on a minus two rend. Bloody hell. With a um, feel no pain, uh, would be called it in uh, 40k terms, uh, of six up. So they're, they're, they're disgusting. And it's it's a build that you will lose friends over. Um, <laughs> so I probably won't be bringing him to the club. Um, <laughs> unless, yeah, somebody really, 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 really wants to go heavy. Uh, yeah. But they are they are a list that I'm going to just just make and build just strictly for tournaments next year. Yeah. See, all I heard there was just their dinosaur food. That's all. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll munch. You know, I mean, you, you could munch on them for a while, but they're coming back. They're coming back. Well, <laughs> Dreadsorium, really difficult to come back from. Um, what about you, Steve? What, what do you make of the new general hand, general's handbook? I mean, there's, there's a few things I like in there. There's the skies of, of slaughter. Okay. Which is uh, pretty much, it's literally this things fighting in the air, isn't it? It's um, it's AOS's version of um, Aeronautica. Aeronautica. Okay. Okay. Which I don't think the Bone Reapers can have, have got anything for, have they? Bones don't fly, mate. They don't fly. They'll Unless wait they... until you crash and take your bones. <laughs> Give it time, and they may have. Um, you never know. Something beautiful with with you know flying, flying monsters above the skies of. It's a great standalone way of playing open war, I think. Okay. Um, so you wouldn't be able to put much into match play because uh, yeah. everything has sort of different. The war scrolls are the same models you use in uh, in AOS, uh, but they're all sort of tailored for uh, this uh, the sky skies of slaughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you you could do it. It's like a standalone game. So you could get three or four of you, and you're all manoeuvring and outflying each other, and oh, yeah. it. it, it Pretty much exactly the way I think that Aeronautica plays. Yeah. Um, so it will be fun to get, get some flying monsters up there. But I've got my Bloodthirster uh, yeah. as soon as he gets resurrected. <laughs> Something um, which I was... need to get hold of for me dinos, actually. I need to get some some Ripodactyls or something. It's one of the things I'm sort of really uh, short of. Um, I've got one set of Ripodactyls which are buried in a box somewhere. Um, which I obviously haven't been able to pin, but now that I've I've got my pin station back, it's, it's something. Yeah, really, really sort of need to reinforce me me dinos with that. Um, but I'll I'll be picking up the general's handbook hopefully in the next week or so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll 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 be able to join you once I learn how to play. Come down and, and throw dice with you. That's yeah, that's what awesome. we want. That's what we want. Which I'm really really looking forward to. Um, one more thing. I- on, on there course, as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the um, auxiliary objectives that we also used from the the book as well. Okay, give us a little brief explanation on that. So it's it's basically secondary objectives, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, you pick you pick two two objectives. Yeah, and it can turn a loss into like a minor victory. Okay. Okay. So, um, it's. I think it crosses over from 40k, where the two games are getting very similar in terms yeah. of rule-wise. Um, basically, at the start of the game, you, you pick what you want to do. There's a couple yeah. of things. Grudge, and you pick a hero. You've got to kill that uh, with a certain guy. And if you can do that, it doesn't add to your points. Uh, but like Steve said, if, you, if at the end of the game you're on a draw, those two extra things, if you've achieved the two of them, 
Yeah, it, yeah, it will yeah. swing it for you. Um, so it, it sort of it stops drawing uh, in my eyes, unless mm-hmm. you've both got your auxiliary objectives. Yeah, so I suppose it gives you another element of the game to think of. It gives you another level to sort of play to. Um, is it a big thing? Can you see it happening um, sort of widely in competitions or? Competitions, I think uh, they'll 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 take them fully because uh, it's it's in the match play yeah. uh, section, and I think that's why they've designed them uh, to maybe make tournaments or make competitive play a little bit easier, a little bit more dynamic while you're playing. But then when you're tallying up who's won, who's lost, who's drawn, yeah, then you you you, you go off them. It's good to see. Um, anything else, guys, from this week's news that you want to touch on? I think that's Nothing, everything. Yeah. I, I think. No, I can't think of anything. None of the faction focuses that sort of grabbed you or anything like I, that? Again, I haven't really... I, I must I must admit, with the ninth, I was really geared up for it when it first came out. And personally, as the months have gone by, and this is, this is probably, well, clearly just me, it's got more and more where I'm not that interested. Yeah. Uh, until I get the physical copy of the book in my hand mm-hmm. and I can build my own list... And I can know what I'm doing with my army. Uh, and this might, you know, like, if you're a space marine, you can find out what you're doing. If you're uh, Necrons, you find out what you're doing. And uh, there's been a lot of, of faction focuses that I've been interested in. But until I've got a physical copy of that book, yeah, I'm not going to pay too much attention anymore. I think points values play a, a huge part of that. Um, you know, list building and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I absolutely agree with you. Until I've got the book, until I've got the points, until I've got everything that I need, um, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, I'm I'm very excited about getting the models. Really, I'm even though they are easy to build, but you know that's two weeks away. So yeah, we just have to wait and see. Um, uh, so the, so it's is that two weeks? Oh, so it's a two week pre order. Yeah, yeah. The twenty fifth is when you can grab physical copies of the. Uh, I think they'll obviously be shipped on the 24th to the vast majority of people. Those of us that bought from independent gamers, um, you can go and buy them. I was offered the option of a 20% discount if I went and collected the uh, the box, or a 15, wow. yeah, or a 15% discount if it was shipped to me, um, and I couldn't be bothered driving. I don't even know where the place is. I just thought, well, let's let. The post office do it, you know. I'm I'm a lazy dog. Um, but say, get them to your door. You can start painting them straight away, can't you? I've got a I've got a hobby shed now. I'm sorry, banging on that. I love the shed. I've got a hobby shed now, and I, I don't want to lose it. Um, it's where I'm. <laughs> Are you sat in your shed now? Yeah, I am. Yes, I've got no hobbies. I've got no lights. I, I don't care. It smells of newness and it smells of newness. Um, and that is brilliant. I, I just imagine any of your neighbours just hearing you now, because they're not obviously going to be able to hear our side of the conversation. Probably not, no. Uh, so, yeah, the oh, crazy neighbour Dean is talking, talking toy soldiers <laughs> in the shed. To himself. <laughs> All right, then. So, if that's the news coming, guys, um, I'm going to hand back over to you, Loft, because I know you've got a bit of a plan for this episode. Like you said, it's, it's a bit of a special one. Um, so, yeah, if, if you'd like to take it from here, buddy. Nice one. Well, like I said at the start, uh, I think we've kind of ran our topic discussions, not into the ground. We've got loads more ideas uh, for topics that we can cover. Uh, But I think it's now time for the next stage of the Hammer and Anvil evolution. Um, 
from next week, we'll go into season two. Uh, and what that'll mean is for season two, we're going to try it for this season uh, and we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll do one week about. So we're still going to be doing four episodes a month. One uh, released every Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever I can get my act together uh, and release it. Uh, but we'll do a 40k week. We'll do an Age of Sigmar week and we'll do a skirmish specialist games uh, and throw in some D&D as well. Because I know all three of us are very D&D orientated. Yeah, uh, and hopefully, uh, and maybe some of our listeners are as well. Um, so on that week, they can listen to us, and we'll be talking about something that they uh, like that's not necessarily Games Workshop. Uh, and then on the fourth week, uh, we'll go back to do a topic. So we'll do one topic a month. Yeah, um, and maybe if we get some more feedback off listeners, uh, we could bring your topics into our discussions instead of us just uh, figuring it out. Um, give us some ideas for topics. Um, and you keep listening, we'll probably cover those uh, and go into depth on some more stuff that you'd like to hear, um, as well as just stuff that we want to hear. How's that sound, lads? Yeah, sounds like a plan to me, mate. I can agree with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. So that's what the plan is. Um, uh, and for the next sort of 15, 20 minutes, we don't need to drill it to death. Um, just let's look back on some of the stuff uh, that we've spoke about, some of the topics uh, in the past six episodes, and also what we feel we've learned from the whole experience of uh, doing this podcast. It was new for me. Yeah. Uh, I know it was new for the pair of you as well. I didn't oh, yeah. even know what a podcast was. <laughs> hey, and now you do, kind of. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of one. I'm, I feel so special. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, a uh, question to you both, and we'll start with Dean. Uh, sorry, no, we'll start with Steve this time. Yeah. yeah. What has been your favourite episode that we've done in the past six weeks? Um, I think the first one. The first one? Don't be a dickhead. Yeah, just the simple fact of, you know, we, brought, we, we all started a new adventure, shall I say, and it was just, it was just like the first time we could all sit down and just, just, just chat. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was a. I, I agree with that. Um, it was new. It was fresh. Uh, I know I, for one, was very nervous about getting it released uh, and what yeah. we were going to talk about and how it would be. And I think on that episode, we did we did just gel uh, quite well. Yeah, uh, Dean, what was yours? I've got to agree with Steve. Um, that was. It sort of really reiterated to me. The, the, the good things about the Warhammer community. And I've seen a lot of it. I've seen not so much of it the past couple of years. You know, people bitching about Indomitus. And I get it. If you didn't get one, it's not nice. And, you know, it was sold out very quickly, so on and so forth. Um, but it, it sort of resonated with me because I yet have only had one bad experience. As we spoke about in, I think it was that episode, um, about a guy changing dice on me. Yeah. And, hmm. you know, the vast majority of people in this community are brilliant, whether it be Warhammer or just, you know, general hobbying, tabletop gaming. There's a, a couple of hashtags on Instagram, share the hobby love and spread the hobby love. And from my own personal experience, that's all I've seen. Um, you know, I, I really, really have. Everyone's quick to help. Everyone is quick to, to praise you. 
I did a couple of giveaways. Um, every time I hit another hundred followers on Instagram, I gave away some money over the lockdown. Cost me about three hundred and fifty quid, but it was just a nice thing to do to give back um, to people who are always commenting and saying "well done" and, and so yeah. on. And so forth. Um, and it's just something which I really, really, you know, I feel should be pushed within the community. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Do you know what I mean? And that was, yeah. it was the one that I enjoyed talking on the most. Um, second, and I, I know you didn't ask the question, but second to that was uh, the motivation. Yeah. Um, well, uh, mother, that was mine, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really, really loved talking on that. Um, and the reason being that it, it, it got me going. Do you know what I mean? It, it got me hobby mojo going. It yeah. gave me the kick of the arse I needed to go and start my shed and ultimately get it finished. Um, my girlfriend, God bless, her, God bless us all, she, she has not been happy with me the last couple of weeks with the sawn and the hammering and the coming <laughs> through the house and minging and cement all of my shoes and putting them over. But, you know, <laughs> it, it was that episode that really sort of sparked the fire in me to say yeah I'm going to do this I'm going to get it done um, so yeah that's the sort of I know you only asked for one thing Don't Be a Dickhead was my favourite followed very yeah. very very closely by uh, the, the, the motivation um, podcast that we did so yeah Can I just add something quickly to that one Dane? Of course man With with, with the whole motivation thing I'm literally I'm looking I'm sat at my hobby desk now I'm looking at all the unpainted stuff, which is about half a shelf. So I look look up to the next three shelves, and they are full. I mean, I cannot get any models on the next three shelves. I've got my Dark Angels on one shelf, and then I've got two shelves full of AOS stuff. Literally, the Slaves <laughs> to Darkness yeah. take up two shelves. And then, to add, I mean, about, about, what, 15 models of, of uh, some that uh, uh, Carl from the club gave me, but the rest... Just looking at it just motivates me to keep going. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, good honestly, stuff. it's cramped. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lofty? What's been your your favourite one that we did? My favourite one. My favourite one, uh, I think, was the like yourselves. So don't be a dick. Uh, and I think I'm ending to it because it it was special. Uh, not yeah, that any yeah. of the others haven't been, but it was it was a milestone. Yeah. Um, one for me, who's been talking inside my own head and to various people about doing a podcast for about a year. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of, for me, per, on a personal level, it was, man, you've worked. And yes, you might have chatted shit for a year, but you've actually got something substantial now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which gave me a kick in the arse to keep motivating and to keep doing it and just to push on every week. And I know yeah. we meet here on a, on a Sunday evening and I know like, all three of us, we sort of take time out to do it. I love taking time out to do it, but it's still, oh, it, it's still a graph to do. It's still something where you go, right, I've got to do that. And sometimes you just want to eat your dinner and go to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it would have been very nice to be able to do that, I must admit. Uh, well, yeah, from your message earlier, that was, uh, it, got, it made me giggle uh, yeah, quite yeah. a lot. Like, oh, well, yes, definitely. I'm definitely up for it. Oh. Uh, I could hear, I could hear you sigh <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the listening, I thought that we weren't doing a podcast today. Um, there's a, a special one coming up in the very near future, and I thought we'd binned off tonight, so I'd settle myself down. You know, 
we've had um, a, a, my girlfriend's mum's dog round, and I've been chasing two French bulldogs round all day. Finishing my shed, it's been hot. I'm ginger. I don't like the heat. It's absolutely sapped me. And then you message, my fear tonight. And I was like, oh, what do I have to? That's brilliant. He had to get his slippers off for this recording, lads. Oh, God, yeah. I did. <laughs> I did. Get his little flat cap out and yeah. bit his Horlicks off. Um, um, you got what? Flat caps? Two, two flat caps. That, that's from your area of the, of the country, isn't it, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. You're not a proper northerner if you haven't got a flat cap. Yeah, it's something to do with the heat and gingers. <laughs> I know, yeah, but if I wear a flat cap, it just makes me go bold quicker. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and I'd say, after the Don't Be a Dick, um, the, I really enjoyed the inspiration, um, what, what inspires you. Yeah. Uh, the chat, I mean, I've enjoyed it all. Uh, but oh, inspiration, yeah. that got me thinking about maybe being, and then sticking with the podcast theme, becoming one of those inspirations to people yeah. within the hobby and i know we're very small and we're we you know we, we're grateful to everybody who listens uh, but the idea is to grow it uh, and hopefully yeah. like i said become that inspiration to people to go out and pick up that new skill pick up the brush yeah and, and do whatever you want in the hobby if you want to do an event and you've got it in your head just go out and do it yeah. um and i'd like that to be what people take away from this yeah uh, i mean we I, talk I, about I'm, I'm going to add something on there, Lofty. I know you want to grow it, and, and I do too. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see this podcast make it into the big time. But you know what? I don't really care if it doesn't. No. In the nicest possible sense, because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really enjoy it. And if something that I see, and I know, you know, we've spoken in the background. We spoke about the inspiration one. One of the phrases which I... I really, really like is make sure you achieve something every day. Yeah. And even if it's just making your bed, and, and we touched on it, and you've started the process of quitting smoking. Yes. And you know what? That, for me, is a victory. Even if nobody else listens to this podcast, it's, it's a small victory. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's an inspiration to someone to do something positive. Because, you know, quitting smoking is one of the best things you can do for your health. Um, And there's loads of documented evidence, of course. So even if it doesn't become big, even if we have 10 people who listen every week, even if we have five, you know, it doesn't matter to me in in Mm. the nicest possible sense because it's something which I enjoy and it just adds to the community, albeit a small way, but it doesn't matter. Every yeah, that's what I mean. Every like oh, growing it is great. I, I'm, I share that exact sentiment. You know, I do it for five people. You guys know I'm in a band. I'd do that for five people, and yeah. I have. Uh, <laughs> we've been up there, and there's been five people, and every single one of them was in the next band on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you do it because you love it, and they, you know, even those five people, like you said, if someone takes something away, like yeah. Dean, you took away from the uh, motivation, uh, yeah. you went and built your shed. Uh, yeah. That's huge. Um, Steve, you're forever um, finding motivation after these little things. You'll message me after and go, oh, man, I've got to go and uh, I'm going to go and build those marauders or yeah. I'm going to go and get this. Uh, I've got to go and do this. So you're highly yeah. motivated yeah. just as a result of doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, the same with us. And we talk about it during a week. Uh, so we're motivating ourselves. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in a way, most of our most of what the goal is is already achieved if we just talk to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Did I get that right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It, it, it is though. Right, you know, we can ponder around it and we can ponce about it, but you're absolutely right. Do you know what I mean? So long as somebody takes something positive, even if it just puts a smile on somebody's face and they don't act on it, you know what? Yeah. Well, I think we've achieved what we set out to do. I really do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It is really, really, really good. Uh, Steve, you got any more on uh, past episodes? Um, I think you two have, met, have put the nail in the, in the in it. To be honest, you, you, you've hit it. You've got it. <laughs> we we killed it, man. We killed it. Yeah, man, definitely. Just want to add a, a big thank you to Ryan uh, if you're yeah. listening for coming on um, and sort of sharing your expertise with the Admech. Um, it's something I know which you want to do a, a bit more in the future, Lofty. Um, and that was a, a really, really fantastic gauge um, with which to see whether it would work. It did. Um, yes. And that was, you know, down solely to, to Ryan being an absolute team player and, and a gentleman, uh, as you said in the episode, once one of life's true gentlemen. Um, so, yeah, big, big thanks to Ryan if you're listening. You, you played a huge part. In the uh, in the podcast over the past couple of weeks, even though you were only on the one episode, mate, certainly look forward to see seeing you back on in the future. Yes, fully, yeah, fully seconded definitely. on that. Fully seconded, definitely. Um, and so going forward, lads, um, how how are we going to improve what we do? Um, or yes, let's imp- improve what we do. How do we how do we push it forward for ourselves? Who do you want to answer? Uh, whoever shouts first. <laughs> I would say brush up a bit more on the news. Dare I go? One of the things I want to do is I've, I've got a Sigmar army, which I'm in the uh, process of playing. I want to learn how to play. Because um, I, I know the sort of basics of it, but I'd not skillful enough at the minute to play a game. So I want to do that um, so that I can add more to the Age of Sigmar chats. Um, so that's something which I feel I'd like to improve on personally. So what about yeah. you? Um, I, I'm going to say improve me Sigmar to be like, like yourself, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm relatively new. I'm, st- I'm still... Telling me lists. I'm still finding out what works for me. Um, with Lofty's help today, um, I think I've got to the point of a, a decent enough list, which I'm going to trial next week. Yeah. Who knows? It, it might work, it might not, and it might need some more tailoring, but it, it's all just a, a learning curve. Exactly, mate. What about you, Lofty? What do you think we should, we should move, do? Moving Collectively forward. Individually. Right, individually, uh, I would like to improve my improve my my podcast presence. I'd like to improve the way I talk and how to articulate stuff, um, and to make it more entertaining. Uh, the way I come across. Okay, um, I uh, think that, you're brilliant as you are, but go on. Oh, you made me blush, man. Uh, that's another <laughs> thing. I would like to move to a more visual uh, platform. Uh, Ooh, we'll still yeah. keep doing the the podcasts as they are, and they'll still be released. But I would like to. Also offer if people do want to see our ugly mugs, the opportunity to just see it, watch us talk, uh, basically, which sounds really boring. I know, 
Um, but it isn't, surely. Um, so that's on that. I'd like to, to push it that way. Um, and I'd like to try new things. I would like to get a lot more guests on, uh, like yeah. you said with uh, Ryan. Uh, he added an extra dynamic to us, uh, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. And I know we all know a wealth of people, especially down the club. Uh, I yeah, don't think yeah. there's not. I don't think there's anybody that I wouldn't want to chat to on the podcast yeah, here, exactly. and that wouldn't add something of their own flavour to it. And I'd everybody, love to see that. Everybody down there is a, is an expert in their particular field. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'm not going to go into it now and mention the M's and, and so on and so forth. They'll come forth hopefully in, in the post episodes. But every single person down there could add something. Um, and something very valuable, I think. So, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right with it there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that is it for me. Um, just going forward, I want to keep chatting to you guys. Um, I, think, uh, I, I think we've got something good here. Uh, and I think for the for the uh, analytics that we look through uh, on our thing, because we can tell who's watching, or not exactly who, uh, we can tell <laughs> we've got some people watching. We know where you bones. are. We know <laughs> where you are. Yes, that's it. That's a way to get viewers. Uh, <laughs> threaten them until they listen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, and I think that for for that, and I look back because I don't want to go into every episode in detail because I think no, if, if they want to know them. They can listen to them. Um, Please do, man. That'd be great to hear some feedback. Yes, uh, and that's a, a, a feedback as well. Uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, I know we've we've pushed out a, a few of our Instagram handles. Uh, on Lofty84 Wargames, we have Big Shick and we have Caleb and Howfire. If anyone listens to this and you've got some ideas on how we can improve on uh, some or ideas for topics or if you would like to be a guest on the show, um, we can always arrange, no matter where you are, uh, we, we can chat to you. Uh, just get yeah. in touch through our Instagram. We'll always reply back. Um, and, and yeah, from, from me, that's that's about all I need to say on, on this. Good stuff, man. Well, I think that's a good place to call it a wrap on season one. Yeah. Um, the sort of test period of the Hammer and Anvil podcast, if, if you like. Um I, th- I think you've done a great job in hosting at Lofty. I think you've done a great job in setting it up, mate. Thank um, you very I, much. I know you've got some really, really fantastic ideas of, of events and stuff going forward. Um, not necessarily podcast-related, but certainly gaming-related. Um, and I would urge everyone to keep an eye out for those. Um, you know, they, they will come around and hopefully you'll get to hear about them uh, sooner rather than later. Um but yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna leave it to you to sign off, buddy. Nice one. Um, okay, so the last thing I need to say is a massive thank you for both of you guys um, because you've helped me through all of this. Uh, and without you guys, we wouldn't have a podcast. Uh, it, it, it's it's ours, but like I said, from the yeah. bottom of my heart, thank you, mate. It's been good fun. Yeah, it's it's been my pleasure, mate. It really has been my pleasure to do this. And it'll be it'll be a pleasure to move forward with you all guys. So, yeah, uh, that's it from me. So I'm going to say good night, uh, Steve. <laughs> hand it over to you. Yeah, good night, everyone. Thanks for listening, and see you in the future. And from Dean. Yeah, stay safe, everyone. Um, I hope you're all, you know, doing well. 
um, and we look forward to hearing from you, whether it be feedback, whether it be say you're useless, or whether it to be say you, you enjoy it. Um, take care. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening.